Love. Love. Lust. Lust. And that soul. to the sexiest goddamn podcast around with your boy ceo hayes and also the lovely the voluptuous aj badass jones what's going on aj not much how are you how are you how are you i am blessed too blessed to be stressed i'm really having you know i had to sit back and realize like you know we we debut on the radio or whatever in a couple of days and i had to sit back for a second and just realize i'm in an amazing season of my life like it's just it's amazing um yeah it's 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 just so crazy what what a difference a year makes not that i was in a bad season before but i'm just in a so so much of a better place now and i'm a little bit more open because of us doing this nasty ass podcast so yeah it's just... <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> you see i spread love and joy and and a lot of you know and cheeks apparently people. um hi hello only some not a lot of those just a few willing enough. participants you spread enough cheeks that's that's i'm good at helping people to like overcome and to open up their boundaries and you know look beautiful things come of it beautiful <laughs> things come of it <laughs> so we're, we're gonna jump right into it i know you we, we have some questions some topics but i got an, an email that was labeled emergency and they oh, wanted damn. us to talk about this to start the podcast off and they desperately need our advice so this was a young man who wrote in who says that he has been dating a girl for well over a year and he has been pu- pushing off sex as much as he can. And uh, he wants to look like a stand up man. But the real reason he has pushed off sex is because he has only a four inch penis. Oh, damn. So he wants to know if it will be. And this is where the, the I guess the fuckery, the craziness comes in at. He has a full plan to use a dildo on her the first time they have sex. Um, mm-hmm. but he wants to know, is that a solid plan? And also what can he, what can he do if his four inches is not enough to please this, his young lady? Okay. So first of all, don't ever lie about that shit. Don't try to sneak in with the dildo because at some point she's going to want to see what you're working with and you can't swap out those two things. Um, yeah, just don't do it to yourself. It's, it's, it's a bad plan. It's a bad move. Now, I will share a personal story. Um, many, many years ago, <laughs> so everything always begins. Uh, I was dating a man that we were doing a long distance uh, dating thing, and he lived in Florida. And uh, after three months, I flew down. He invited me to come see him, so I flew down to spend a week with him. And we didn't have sex until probably like the third night. And before we had sex, he he let me know that his penis was not only average size, but it was thin. So I was like, when you say thin what do you mean thin so he's like honestly like probably about the size of his forefinger maybe a little bit bigger so i was like oh however he and his ex-wife have three children so i'm like okay well he must be able to do like one on two things right something must be wanting because you know and she kept wanting to come back to him so there's something that he's doing that is good so anyhow um he had a really good strategy of you know using what he had and you know trying to penetrate as deeply as he could and when he got you to that point of of feeling like you're going to have an orgasm he would like pull out really quickly and put his mouth on me and suck on my clit and lick and do like all that wonderful swirling and you know that stuff with his mouth and I would come so hard and then he would go back in again and stroke and he would use his fingers and like he was very aware of my body and very aware of my erogenous zones and you know, playing with my nipples and biting my neck and, and doing all that wonderful, great stuff. And honestly, as much as his dick was like, like it was like a child-sized penis, he was a really great lover because he's very attentive. He knew his body really well and he worked with what God gave him. My friend, one, don't deceive her because it's going to backfire on you. Two, have the conversation with her because at some point in time, you're going to have, she's going to want to know what's going on down below your belt, you know? 
if four inches is what you have, it's the best that you can do. It's whatever. You could try one of those pumps or those um, elongating pills that you can take to help you, you know, fatten it up a little bit or add a like an inch or two onto it. But if that's what you've got to work with, that's yeah, just what you have to don't do. work. Okay, well, I don't know. You know what? You can, there are positions that you can do. Like if you have her legs up all the time, you know, like the vaginal canal is not that deep. No matter what people say, oh, they want like a 10 inch cocky or they want 12 inches or they want something where big like your forearm. No woman's vagina can take that kind of thumping because there's only so much fucking room in there. I don't care what a bitch tells you. There's only so much room in there. There's a pleasurable type of pain that you can get if he's at like eight or nine inches. But ideally, five or six inches is about the length that you need to be. You're about an inch short. No disrespect. But you can work with what you have. And, you know, use your mouth. Play play with her body. Play with her breast. Play with her clit. Suck on her clit. Eat her pussy. Make her come. Finger her. Like, use all the apparatus and the tool that you have with your body. Mr. Hayes? Wow. Um, I mean, I don't think I have anything left to add. You did. I, he probably really <laughs> wanted your advice more than mine because there's not much I can I can give him with that. Um, other than work those neck muscles. Like, do you do your exercises to get that get that part of your game up. Um, I mean, but yeah, I mean, don't necessarily think that it's not going to. I actually know and not anyone that I've messed with, but I actually know women who say that they prefer smaller penises. So you never know. Yeah. She may be that one. Yeah. Not all, like not all women like to have their uterus banged out or their cervix knocked out of place. Some women just want to have like a good, pleasurable experience. And like you said, it, like I said, it's not all just about the penis. Like you've got your tongue, you've got your lips and you've got what, eight fingers and two thumbs? Like you you have apparatus that's physically there that you can work with to please her and stimulate her. You know, for all you know, she may not even be able to have an orgasm just through like penile stimulation. You may have to, in fact, use your fingers to stroke her G-spot and, and suck on her foot at the same time. Like there's different things that you can try. Don't rule out the possibility of sex, but key first and foremost, don't lie to her. Don't try to trick her. You know what I mean? Be upfront and be honest and have that conversation with her. There you go. Words from the great Miss Badass Jones herself. There's not much left to say after that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Four inches. Yeah, I. That's one of my Michael. Remember my story about the Michael? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. His name Michael? <laughs> no, his name is not Michael. <laughs> I won't say his name, but his name is not Michael. Um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely and definitely don't deceive her. I'm surprised, honestly, that she hasn't asked for a dick pic yet. Like, there's been no like steamy nights, like. Yeah, I, I let them just avoid phone sex or they avoid. But even still, like, okay, so if you guys go out, like, I'm assuming that you must you must have kissed at least, you know, when you get into like that hot and heavy type of kissing, like my natural instinct is to like rub on you. And I'm rubbing that particular part. Like, how do you how do you like, like, what do you, like hold her hands and say, no, let's wait or. Oh, man, he's good. A year. Oh, you're Listen. you're good. Uh, after, within within a year, I'd be like, you know what, fuck it. You finna take all these four inches I got, and we gonna just <laughs> let the chips fall where they may. A year, first of all, you guys. So that means she hasn't even given you head in a year. Like, what the fuck have y'all been? Y'all have really been doing good. Like, I, I mean, hey, more power to you. I, it wouldn't be me though. You know, I just didn't even think about that. So what have you been doing in a year? No, unless he only pleases her and he's trying to be like the good guy. Man, that's my friend. Whoever you are, could you please write back in? And we need a couple more details. Like, what have you guys been doing in a year? Seriously, I'd like to <laughs> inquiring. <my mind. laughs> well, uh, so we're going to move on from that. But, yeah, that was an emergency. Somebody needed our advice, our help. But, AJ, so we got this list here. Um, the first question on this list is CJ and AJ. What makes your podcast so unique from other relationship podcasts? AJ, what, 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 how would you explain us as, uh, how, what makes us different? I think, uh, like for me, right off the top, a couple of things. We live in two different countries. And I don't know if people are always aware of that. Like, I live in Canada, you live in the United States. You know what I mean? Um, which I think in and of itself is really unique because people don't understand the way that we come together collectively. I think people think that we're always in the same space with one another, which is kind of cool. Um, and that's just a, that just goes to show how great our, um, engineer (laughs) (laughs) in, in seamlessly putting things together. Um, I think another really unique thing about us just in terms of our cultural backgrounds, you were born in Europe and I was born in the Caribbean. Um, and we've both had experience in, in living there and, 
uh, for parts of our lives and and having that sort of connection. So I think that we have a different kind of open-mindedness when it comes to relationships and, and relationship development and sex and intimacy um, because we've both been married and are, are now no longer with our former spouses. I think that definitely um, gives us a unique insight into relationships. And, and I know sometimes people are like, oh, well, your marriage didn't work out. So what kind of advice could you give? You know, re- respectively between the two of us, we have 20 years worth of knowledge. So yeah. some people don't even get through two years. You know what exactly. I mean? Um, we're both funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like-minded. Um, yeah, I think we just have a really kind of cool and unique balance. And, um, you know, I, I think I don't think we've ever had a, a moment where we haven't been able to agree to disagree if we haven't been able to see eye to eye on something. Like there's always just been this really kind of cool, oh, wow, I didn't think about it that way. Or that's a really great point. I never I never considered that. Um, you know what I mean? So I, I think we have a nice balance that way, too. Yeah, and I think that what makes us different, and this isn't isn't to boast, but while a lot of other podcasts that cover the content we do, while they may be sexually experienced, they may have had, have had a lot of partners, we have that plus life experience. We're very cultured people. Like you said, us, you being from Jamaica, but living in Canada, me being American, but growing up overseas and living in America, like it, it's it's experiences that we have that not many people really have or they don't get to experience so i think that that definitely adds to it and makes us uh different and as well as we're just sexy as fuck like i mean i didn't want to say that and sound conceited but yeah i I have no problem sounding that way it's true like it's like people people even if they didn't know what they said if we mean you posted a picture of us which we, we have to do a photo shoot when we're in the same place Yes. It's just going to be hot. But if they saw a picture of us, they'd be like, those are two attract. I want to hear what they have to say. Yeah. Well, I know even like the picture that I put up on our page, like I had people DM me like, you guys are a really good looking couple. I'm like, we're not a couple. Can you people not read? Like we're a duo, but not like a duo duo. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It, yeah. So it would be, it would be interesting. Yeah, it would definitely would. be. Well, I can't wait. Can't wait for the live show. That's just going to be, that's going to be amazing. Um, But yeah, so. that <laughs> I feel like on it, like we're gonna have to have serious security. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm Mercy got my back. That's all I know. Well, Mercy can't watch you and watch me at the same time. I I don't know. Like, True. what's gonna happen? True. Speaking of, this, we gotta do we gotta do weekly Mercy updates before we move into the next. So Mercy decided to go out on the town and be grown, and she posted yeah. a picture still dripping melanin, like. The glow up of Mercy, like, and the, let me. I don't want to say that to be disrespectful. Like, she's never looked bad, but. You can really tell that she's like coming into her own and I'm yeah. I'm so grateful to be able to witness um her growth because she's already a dopamate like amazing person for anyone who gets to know her it's a gem like you're you're lucky to get to know someone like that but she's owning it like she knows she's been sexy as fuck cuz she like the <laughs> smile on the picture she posted this past weekend man yeah it was nice she said she was trying to do me and there are three other women that she's uh, associated with or tied with. She's trying to do us proud and get her sexy out there. Take a, you know, take a page out of everybody's book. But it, you're right. It's like, it's like watching a flower blossom. You know what I mean? Like she just, yeah, she's opening up really nicely to it, which is great. It's a beautiful thing to see. Absolutely. So that's our weekly mercy update, which I know she's probably <laughs> listening to this like that asshole haze. But uh, <laughs> so moving into our next discussion topic. So, you know, as me being the bearded assassin, uh, having a, a very nice beard myself, um, I sent you a picture of beards for studs, beard frontals for studs, late lace front beards. <laughs> AJ, what do you think about this? You know, I don't even know what to think. Like the, the oh man, it's like first I, I was trying to wrap my head around, you know, men who can't grow a connected full beard and them having the lace frontal beards. And I, I got into a point of being, OK, like, fine, that's cool. You know, you want to impress somebody the way that we wear our wigs and we wear our lace front on, you know, ting on ting and you take it off and you put it on the dresser at night. So now I have to look at you, take off his beard and, you know, kind of deal with the fact that I can't stroke it because it might come off in my hands or whatever. I got that. But then when I seen that it was a woman, you know, like she, she, and this is my thing that I don't understand and not to be disrespectful to anybody, but it's like, you have women who don't like men who are trying to look like men. And I just can't wrap my head around that. You know, um, studs don't necessarily like, like they don't like men sexually or whatever the case may be. Um, but they're doing really, they're, it's like they're doing a number for that representation. So they're wearing 
you know, the strap, you know, um, they wear their boxers, they bind their breasts, they only wear dudes clothes, they cut their hair off. And now you're going to put it like a, a fake don't do it, sis. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you feel the way that you feel and it's whatever. But yeah, just rock your face the way that it is. Like, don't come with the beard. I just feel like it's it's just, yeah, I, I'm not for it. I didn't love it. You and Shay had a field day when I posted that picture, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> because I it's like Abraham Lincoln and shit. <laughs> that is just hilarious. I know, yeah, the jokes were rolling that day. Like, I just, I couldn't believe. Like, when you posted at first, I was like, "Is that like a young, a young man?" Like, you know what I mean? And then I realized like, it was a, it was a woman, a friend. Come on, just, just listen. I, as, as someone who works very hard on my beard, which I just deep conditioned yesterday, I don't condone, regardless of of the gender, any type of fake beard. Like, if you can't grow it, don't do. It. I, I don't care. Like, so regardless of it looking very silly, um, it just. Yeah, yeah, don't don't do it, cause like it just come <laughs> on, man. Yeah, it just uh, and the thing is, the look on the a look on her face is like she'd accomplished something really great. Like that's the thing that was killing me. It's like she was having an orgasm. Her like her 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 strap on was getting erect or was getting hard because she like all of a sudden had this fake beard. Like, nah, don't do it. Just just leave that part alone. Leave it alone. Just leave it alone. We we have to talk, and I, this. I, it made me think of it's not exactly the same, but did, I don't know if you saw the news article where a doctor actually built someone a vagina out of tilapia skin. So we'll do an update on that. Yes, they built a functioning vagina out of tilapia skin. Tilapia, the fish that people yeah, eat? Yeah, the scales. Yes. I got to go. Lift because you can't even be serious right now. I'm dead serious. We'll talk about it next week. I'll send you the article. I don't want to catch you off guard to talk about it, but it just made that come to my mind. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <what> we... <laughs> but my my first immediate thought is that's gonna smell like fish all the time. Like there's no good way to make that not smell like fish. And like how they talk about frozy pum pum already, it smell like fish. Like that gives a whole new meaning to fish. You know your front. Sorry, I can't. Hey, I mean maybe they're going for the real life. I I, I don't know. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, between that and like the recent like they're trying to test out uterus transplants for transsexual i you know that maybe like is a a, an episode that we need to have a discussion on in a different day like in its entirety but i just feel like like i know we have science and technology you know to move forward in in life and to you know try all kinds of new things and and to conquer physical disabilities and physical issues and all, but I just feel like people are playing around with the wrong thing. I feel like there are just some things you just shouldn't tamper with. Like I've seen face transplants. Like there was a young girl who tried to commit suicide, shot off her face, survived it, and then had a face transplant. Another person who had a drug overdose, her mother donated her daughter, her dead daughter's face to this girl who tried to kill herself. And now she's saying, oh, well, now she has a second chance at life. I'm like, what? Like, I, I don't know. To just... I know we had a conversation a long time ago about God and religion and faith and all that sort of stuff. And, I, and I'm not like a, a Bible thumping Christian or like a, a heavy believer, but I just feel like there are certain things that the universe gives us or certain things that you just shouldn't fuck around with, like at all, at all. And yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I have thoughts on that too. It, 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 I do feel like there's some things that shouldn't, and let, let's make, I want to make it clear. I'm not that has nothing to do with the transsexual community. Like, it, as far as what I'm saying, I have no, no problem with that. L- live your life. But as far as, like, the alterations to bodies and stuff like that, I do have some issues with that. And I just, like, I don't I don't know, man. Like, a uterus transplant, and uh, we'll talk about that later. We just read. That's a heavy topic. We really need, we'll have to, like, break that one down. Um, where, where are we going next, AJ? Um, I'm going to ask this question actually, um, because I, okay. So there was, uh, something that I was watching where the man had asked the woman, um, you know, if she sells pussy and she said to him, well, no. And he's like, well, you know, if at the end of the night, like you and I have gone to dinner and if at the end of the night, you know, I give you $250 so you can go buy your something, sell something cute the next day. He's like, isn't that the same thing as selling pussy? She's like, no, because you're giving me the money willingly. And so it just brought up a whole question for me about that fine line between what exactly is qualified as prostitution from what is not. 
So I know people deem prostitution to be like an exact, like a, 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 a financial or monetary transaction between, I guess, two relative strangers, let's say, right? But I almost feel like on, a, on, on some level as women, when you're dating somebody or you're getting to know different people and they've bought you gifts and they've taken you out to a fancy restaurant and they've given you money to put in your pocketbook or they've given you money to go buy a really cute gift or they've bought you a tennis bracelet or they're giving you all these things, on some strange level, to me, I equate that as like low-grade prostitution. Am I crazy? I know I'm a little crazy, but... This is one of the few times where I, I disagree with you, I guess. Um what? Yeah, so this conversation is getting ready to get really interesting because I okay, so I view prostitution as I'm giving you money or something with the predetermined outcome of you giving me sex in exchange basically for what I'm giving you. Okay. If I just if I just happen, if I AJ, if I decide to buy you a dress, I see a dress, I think it'll look great on you, I buy it for you and in your mind you say because he bought me that dress, I'm about to put it on him. That's not prostitution for me because that wasn't my intent. That my intent wasn't to get to gain sexual favors from you. Like you were just overjoyed by the gift that you decided to put it on me on top of me just being sexy. So that that to me isn't isn't prostitution in my mind. Okay, so I'm going to throw this back at you. I'm going to make you into a male prostitute. Okay. I want to fuck you, but I don't want it to be just Russell. So I say to you, CJ, um, let's go on a cruise to the Bahamas for the weekend. Okay. I'll pay for everything. You just got to come. You don't even have to bring your clothes. I got you. Because at the end of it, I know if I'm taking you to the Bahamas, you are going to give me the penis. And if you don't, there's going to be a fight of some kind or you're going to get raped. If you work, if it's a, no, I would hold, I would fully hold you down and make you hard and put on your shit and fucking ride you and make you lust and make you be mad and tell me that I'm a bitch because I took your dick and you didn't want to give it to me. Whatever, you go cry in the corner. I don't care. But if in the back of my mind, my soul, shut up, my intention. <laughs> My intention for doing this and taking you on the trip is so that I can fuck you. I'm I'm giving you that. Okay, but if, or even if I say to you, you know what? Like, I want to take you to the Bahamas, but we have to fuck. And you say to me, okay, cool, no problem. That's prostitution. I, so what? What's because what because 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 the difference is, is we're setting the expectation of se- like we're mutually setting the expectation of sex. If just you, if only you have the expectation of that, and I don't go into it expect, and I I I'll say. Like, I'm not going to fuck her unless, like, naturally stuff just happens. That That's just you having ulterior motives. That doesn't make it prostitution. I still, I st- okay, so even if I say to you, I want to I want to go to the Bahamas on one condition. I'll take you and I'll pay for everything. You don't have to bring nothing. But the condition is that you fuck me all the time that we're there. Is that prostitution? Yes, because there's a, a there's an agreement of an expectation of sex in so exchange for something. Hold on. So what if we've been dating for three months? Mm-hmm. And we've, we've had sex once or twice already, mm-hmm. but I you come, I want to take you to the Bahamas, but the condition of you going with me is that you fuck me as much as I want and you do all the nasty, dirty, sexy things that I want while we're there. You don't have to pay for nothing. Is that still prostitution? Even though we have like a, an aforementioned relationship, is that prostitution within the confines of the relationship or is that just gift? Well, no, because at that point we have a pre we have a, a preset sexual relationship, so it's not really prostitution. We've established that we're that we have sex. Okay, so I'm going to take it. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to keep throwing it at you. So you and I have gone on two dates ever. We've never had sex, but when we've hung out, we've had a really good time. We've kissed. We felt on each other. Nothing else. And I say the same thing to you. Come, I want to go to the Bahamas for the weekend. You don't have to pay for nothing, but I'd like for us to fuck. I want us to get rid of all this sexual tension. I want us to fuck. I will cover all your expenses and anything that you need. I will buy your best bottle of tequila. I will bring your cigars for you. I will do all the shit that you like, but we have to fuck. Is that prostitution? Well, if if you're only doing that stuff just beca- just if we have sex, like to me, it's like if you're saying we're going to go on this trip and I want to have sex a bunch of times while while we're on the trip. You're not saying I'm only getting you. I'm only paying for your trip if you fuck me. I think that that, that that it's a small difference there, but I think that that small difference is the difference between prostitution and us just agreeing to have sex. See, and that's that's the thing for me. And sorry, like I kept throwing this scenario out because I feel like there's this, and that's why I qualified as like a low grade level of prostitution. Like you have the one where it's flat out. You go to Backpage, 
you see Debbie with the golden pussy, you call up Debbie. <laughs> Debbie says for the platinum service is one fifty for half hour. For this, the gold service is one hundred and twenty five for a half hour. If you want silver or bronze, you're looking at one hundred dollars for a half hour. If you want the trick or treat special where I suck your dick and lick your balls, that's an additional fifty dollars. Okay, you and Debbie have one transaction. You said Debbie, me want the two hundred dollars service. Me want the, the the platinum service. I me want the trick or treat service. So you know upfront you're giving Debbie two hundred dollars. Right. That's a straight prostitution. No must, no fuss. No, there's no kissing. There's no love. There's no relationship. There's no nothing. But I feel like like the low grade level of that is you and I have gone on two dates. We haven't had sex yet. There's been no discussion of sex. I don't want to be your girlfriend. I don't want you to be my man. But I know that I want to fuck you because I know you got good dick because I heard the girls talking about it. So if I say to you that I got a treat for you, I want to go to the Bahamas for the weekend. I want you to come as my guest on the condition that we fuck. I will cover all of your expenses. Is that a low grade level of prostitution? If you that's say just yes? straight prostitution. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know. I, I I feel like I don't know. I feel like, and that's bad because as a woman, I'm saying this, but it's not even just for women because you have men that you know get get um things lavished upon them by women as well, like a sugar mom or whatever the case may be. You know, I feel like those kind of situations are like low grade prostitution situations. You know. If I have a friend where me and him, like we fuck once a week on a regular and at the end of that, you know what I mean? Every time I see him or whatever, before I go out the door, he slips me $200 and says, here, buy yourself something cute. Me and him have been friends forever. We just have this agreement that, you know, like we're good at having sex with one another. We don't like the stress of of, of doing anything else. It's just me and him. And, and that's the agreement that we have. I don't, should I feel like I'm prostituting myself if he gives me, like he slips me $200 every time I see him? And says, here, go buy some ice cream or here, go buy something nice for yourself. That's is that not, still possible? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. It's, give it to me one more time. Let, let me run a bit. Run a bit one more time. You are friends. We've been friends for 10 years. And over the course of 10 years, neither one of us has a boyfriend or girlfriend. You know what I mean? It's just us because we're doing our thing. But we have a, a we have an understanding and agreement that once or twice a week, we get together at a, at a motel, a hotel or whatever for a couple of hours and we fuck. At the end of it, every like, and I'm not expecting it because it's not something we ever talked about, but at the end of every time we have sex, you slide me a hundred to two hundred dollars and say, here, go buy yourself something pretty, you know, or um, go buy yourself some ice cream. Like you make some kind of little joke or whatever, but you slide me some money or, you know what I mean? Like when I open up my pocketbook, there's like one hundred and fifty dollars in there that wasn't there before or whatever. But you're always sliding me something at the end of every session that we have. And that's not something that's ever been discussed, but it starts to become an expectation now. Is that a form of prostitution? Who has the expectation? The person who is getting slid the money? He just, no, you just give me the money just because. Like, it's just something that you started doing. And so it's something that you should do. That's that's two separate transactions. You're just fucking me and I'm just happening. You know what? Go do something nice for yourself. So how is that different? Because there's no predetermined, like, there's no preset thing of, all right, once, if you, I'll give you some money after you have sex with me. That's what makes a prostitution is because the transaction comes beforehand. So if you gave me the money before we fucked, then would that be prostitution? If I if, if it's specifically so we can have sex, yes. I feel like there's this gray area. We're, we're belaboring it. We're going on too long, but I feel like we're going to have to pick up this conversation again because I feel like there's a gray area. Uh, look, this 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 is the way that I this is the way that I that I'll determine. And this this is something that we've actually been through. So when we went to the Sex with Strangers live show, I bought your ticket, right? Yes. I thought I did. Okay. But no, I'm saying, but let's say that I bought your ticket and the the expectation for me was I'm going to, oh, she's going to fuck me after this, but I didn't tell you. Are you, are you a, are you a prostitute now? Because I had the expectation beforehand, even though we didn't talk about it. See, it's different when you think about it, like in this, in a real life situation. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. I can see it. I can see it. All right. Well, that was that was a good conversation. I love it. You know what? We're so we think so much alike. I love it. I actually love it when we when we see differently. So um have a good opportunity to actually banter and have like like open up the perspective. Because I, I like straight think it's like, okay, well, you're selling front. Whether you're getting a pair of Gucci shoes or somebody's giving you two hundred and fifty dollars, like from they slide you something, you're you're the person's paying for your front. Mm. Not that it's always a bad thing. I mean, like, shit, you might as well sell it if you can. Get something out of it if you can. <laughs> I t- I, there's, no, there's no reason for any woman to be broke because every no. woman is sitting on a gold mine. It just depends on if you're willing if you're willing to put your moral compass aside. And I'm not saying that it's right or wrong, but there's no woman in, in this planet that has 
that would be broke. I don't care how ugly you are because there's always someone who will pay for it. It's true. You're so very, very right. It's but but that's what it is. It's people's moral compass and and thinking about what somebody is going to say. Like even even if it's not a conversation from before or whatever. Like even if you kind of slide in there, you know, oh, I really don't want to get my nails done, or I saw this this wig that I want, or I saw this outfit that I want. When you say that to somebody that you're about to fling some pom pom on chances are they're going to say, you know, like, babe, how much is that outfit that you wanted? Or how much were those shoes that you wanted? Or, you know what, here, take this hundred and put it towards whatever it is that you want to get. So I know that I'm sitting on a platinum mine, not even a, a diamond mine, yeah? Not even a gold mine, diamond, diamond. That's well, what the beach is. See it there? Okay, it is time to move <laughs> right along. <laughs> um, what's, the, what's the next topic, AJ? Uh, Do you struggle focusing during sex? Can you only orgasm from doing the job yourself? Do you want to be wetter than ever before? Well, She Orgasms is a supplement for you. Not only will it help with focusing, climaxing, wetness, desire, hunger, pH balance, and overall vaginal health, it's 100% all natural herbs from the Mother Earth herself. Have the orgasm you deserve. Go to www.melaninmilk.com slash sheorgasms to purchase a bottle today. Okay, so this is an interesting question I wanted to ask you. What is your forgiveness policy when dating? Forgiveness so when as I, in? Okay, so I'll give you a scenario. Um, well, I always use us. So you and I are dating. I am going through something emotional. I don't really talk to you about it. And then all of a sudden, I am up and gone and you don't hear from me for four or five weeks not a peep you see me on social media i'm relatively active on social media when you hail me up i read it and i don't respond to you Mm. okay week six no i message you and i say hey babe knowing that you and i have had let's say a year under our belts of being together and dealing with things what is your forgiveness policy when i come back so this is a no call, no show. So you've been fired. So basically you're you're hitting me up asking if you can be rehired. So you're you're asking my rehire policy. Um I guess it would be determined upon what happened. Uh if you were going through something, if you come back and like, hey, I was just really going through this emotionally, this, 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 I didn't know how to react. I blocked like if you're really apolo- apolo- apologetic about it and open and honest and it's a, a reasonably a reasonable reason reasonable reason what the fuck that's not how i want to say it if it's a reason that i can understand um then you may have a chance to get rehired pending an investigation um (laughs) but you you have to go you have to go through the background check and everything all over again so like you, you you have a waiting out policy before you're fully hired again but if you just peace out and then just pop back up like oh hey everything's good and there's no explanation no, Pippin. It was a no call. You no call, no showed several times. Matter of fact, I probably have already filled your position. So no. Okay. Um, the reason I ask is just from a, a personal um, perspective. So there was someone that I was, uh, let's say we were talking, getting to know one another, um, getting to that like dating stage. Uh, it had been six months. And then he up and disappeared for six weeks. Like, up and disappeared. And I saw that he was active on social media and I messaged him. I'm like, Hey, what's going on? And he didn't respond. He read it, but didn't respond. So I was like, the fuck is going on? You know? Um, so anyway, so suffice to say after six weeks goes by, um, whatever, I, I don't know what made me decide to message, but I, I picked up the phone and I messaged him like, I'm not sure what's going on with you or what's happened. You know what I mean? But I just want to let you know that you just ran across my mind. I hope everything is okay. And he responded. And wow. he's like, I love you. I'm so sorry. There's so much that's gone on. There's so much that I need to talk to you about. My mom died. Oh. So I was like, okay, because I was going to punch you in your fucking esophagus. But when he said that, I was like, I, re- I had like I in my mind, I went back to conversations that we had had right before he disappeared. And I remember him saying that there was some stuff going on with his mom and, and she was really sick and she might uh, she might have needed like a, a surgery or something like really detrimental. Um so on, on like, I've got like five levels of forgiveness, you know what I mean? So, you know, if there's like level one where I'm like, okay, we're cool. I forgive you. Don't talk to me ever again. You know, peace out. I wish you well. Continue doing what you're doing. We're good. Um, thanks for letting me know that you're alive and well. I can make peace with it now and finally close that chapter. 
And then like for me, level five is like, okay, I'm still invested. I still really care about you. I want to have these conversations, but you're still going to have to work to getting back in my good graces. So for him, I would say he's around level four, level five. Um, but I've been very clear with him in saying that, you know, it's going to take a really long time for me to trust you again and for us to even get back to anywhere close to what we used to be. And he said, like, he completely understands that. Um, and there's still, of course, a conversation that we still need to have about everything that happened. But I know that those kind of and he and his mom were really close. So for that, I can I can weigh the forgiveness or weigh the way. What is what do you call it? The probationary period for the mm-hmm. rehiring. I can waive the probationary period, things like that. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, you know, when you lose somebody that you love or someone that's really close to you, you're not always sure about how to deal with it. And sometimes for people, the best way to deal with it is to isolate themselves. Um, and I understand that. Um, I've never had that experience of, of cutting anybody off. I usually try to let. And my whole thing is, even if you say to me, um, I'm going through some shit right now. My mom's not well. Um, I just need some time. Do that. So at least I know. That you, you're not dead on a roadside somewhere because I don't like having that kind of worry in my heart. I feel that. I definitely feel that. Um, my thing is, too, is like, yeah, I, I agree with pretty much everything you said. But if you and your mama weren't close and you do that, then no, nah, you, you don't get rehired. Right. Yeah. You get to go back to the unemployment line. So <laughs> <laughs> you get to go to somebody else's unemployment. Like, yeah, you can't come over here. Okay. Someone's cool. <laughs> All right. What's next, AJ? Um... CJ, what advice would you give to someone who's having a hard time dealing with their ex and they have a child together with the ex, but the ex has moved on? So uh, I have a friend who refuses to even say his ex-wife's name. Like that's, I don't want to say that he hates her, but he's in a very bitter place with her. And, you know, he's upset about the fact that she's not so much that she's moved on, but she has a, a man around their child. He's having a very hard time reconciling that. And I've tried to give him some advice, but, you know, I'm not a guy, so I don't have that male perspective on how that that looks or how that feels. So I wanted to bring that to you to, like, just get some feedback or some sort of insight or guidance that I can impart on him from a male perspective. Okay, so it's the guy who's having a hard time dealing with his ex. Yes. So his his wife has moved on. She um, she has a a, a new man in, in her life. And he doesn't want that man around his daughter. He doesn't want her back because he loathes her, but he also doesn't want the person that she's with around his daughter. This is the thing that I need everyone to do going into 2019. Stop trying to control who your exes end up with by using the, I I really don't care. I just, no, you do care because at the end of the day, you can't control who your person, who your ex is going to date. Chances are they're going to be with someone else. Chances are people going to be around your kids. All you can really do is try to be as adult about it as you can have an understanding, talk to your ex, come up with guidelines, whether, whether it be, well, I don't want his daughter. I don't want my daughter staying necessarily with him with by herself with him right now, because there's a lot of credible reasons for you to think that, but this whole just, Oh, well it, I just expect him never to be. It's going to happen. Just get over it. It's going to happen. Um, so I just I need people to do better in 2019. But, yeah, you have to talk to her, um, whether you have to get some type of mediation or whatever. You have to have a conversation if for anything that's credible as far as the safety of your daughter and being left alone in someone else's care. But if she's in a committed relationship, she's going to be around, dude. Dude's going to probably be around your daughter. Yeah. I don't have anything to add. I, I don't know. I don't I don't know how to help him with that. And and the thing that I said to him is that I what I most hoped for him is that he got to a place of indifference with what she does with her personal life. Exactly. I, I, you know, because I was like to hate her and to have malice in your heart towards her only affects you because she's still fucking that man and sleeping good at night. And she's, she, not, it's not she's not worried about it. She's not worried about you. You know what I mean? The only person that your feelings are affecting is you. And that's it. You know what I mean? You need to get to a place of indifference and, you know, not for her, not for your daughter, but for yourself. Like you can't hold that in your heart. It's it's going to eat away at you. And, and trust me, it's not a good place to be in any way, shape or form. And that, yeah. And that, that brings another point is that people don't realize it, but you're giving that person power over you by being yes. so worried about that. And, that, and there's there's nothing in any situation in my life I would ever allow someone to have power over me, my happiness, my decisions. So when you when you let when you hold on to that type of resentment, hate or whatever, 
that that person has some type of power over you and you shouldn't want that. And what I will say, too, is don't be afraid to go to counseling if you need it. Like some people be like, I shouldn't have to go to counseling for my ex. I just don't give a damn about them. It's not really about your ex. It's about the things that happen in your relationship that you haven't gotten over yet. But whatever you need to do, you need to get to a place to where that person doesn't affect your happiness, doesn't affect your joy. Anything that affects your joy is toxic and it needs to be cut out. That's a cancer. It's going to just keep growing and growing and growing. And that resentment is just going to build as she's going on moving her life. Let's go, man. It, it, it doesn't even need to be like this. Stop giving people power over your life. Yeah, you know what? I'm running up and down the aisles with my arms flailing in the air saying, yes, yes, yes. Shouting joy. Mm-hmm. You're, you're 110% right. Right, right, right. Okay, we've done a bunch of heavy stuff. Uh, so I wanted to play a game with you. And it is a sex quiz. It's an online sex quiz. And we're going to do 10 quick questions. Okay, you ready for me? Okay. Yeah. So question number one, what's the average number of sex partners for a woman? 3.5, 9, 12, or 7.5? 7.5. Ah, you're correct. Really? I want to know where the point five comes in. Is that the so let me behave myself? I was going to ask you that. <laughs> Everybody fucks a short guy from time to time. You know, I mean. It's true. Okay. Question number two. What's the average number of sex partners for men? Seven, four, nine point five, or eleven? What most men would say is eleven, but I'm going to say it's probably either <laughs> seven or nine. I'll go with nine. Nine. Oh, you're wrong. You were right the first time. It's seven. Seven. Okay. Okay. Question number three, what percentage of women can orgasm through intercourse alone? You should definitely know this one. 50%, 100%, 25%, or 75%? I'm going to punch you if you get this one wrong. What was the, it? It was 50, 70, 20. 50, 100, 25%, or 75%? 50. Ah, wrong. Only 25% of women achieve orgasm through sex. Really? That's yeah. see this is this is this is why I love eating pussy so much. Like <laughs> Okay, what percentage of women never orgasm at all? 15 to 20%, 10 to 15%, 20% exactly or 5 to 10%? 20%. Oh, wrong. 10 to 15% of women. Oh, okay. You're only a little okay. Uh question number 5. Oh, this is a good one. Oh, you're an expert. If you get this wrong, definitely we're we're, we're blocking off. How many nerve endings does the clitoris have? 8,000, 2,500, 97, or 10,000? 8,000. 8, what? Mr. Hayes, pat yourself on the back. Are you that? <laughs> More reason to eat pussy, fellas. Eat <laughs> pussy. Okay. It's good, it's good for everybody. Okay, question number six. Um, oh, this is, okay. I don't know if you know this one, but we're going to try to anyways. Uh, how many nerve endings does the head of a penis have? 40,000, 8,000, 4,000, or 300? 4,000. Yes, you're right. You know your body really well. That's a beautiful thing. Okay. Question number seven. When does the clitoris stop growing? By age 21, by age 40, puberty, or never? Never. What, Mr. Hayes? Right again. What, what, what? Okay. Question number eight. There is more than one type of orgasm. True or false? True. Yes, you're correct. Did you do this quiz before? No, never in my life. <laughs> okay. Question number nine. Um, how old? Oh, boy. We need a erotic boudoir on this one. How old is the oldest dildo in the world? 80 years old, 500 years old, 28,000 years old, or 23,000 years old? 23,000? Yes. 23,000. Nope. 28,000 years old. Mm. I think I read an article about that. They discovered it in a cave somewhere. Um, and lastly, question number two. What is the most important component of anal sex? Mm. Lube, an open mind, relaxation, or all of the above? All of the above. Says the expert. Boom mm. goes the dynamite. That's great. You got a seven out of ten. Excellent. Yay! I know my <laughs> shit. <laughs> I got to give you a prize. What do you want? Don't answer anything. Say anything crazy, please. And I'm not clapping. A Latina with a big booty and a smile. Oh, I'll see what Dash is doing on the weekend. <laughs> I mean, I mean, or you know what? I was gonna say something, but you may curse me, so never mind. I'm sorry. What was it that you can say? Just know. go ahead. Let's take the Come on. <laughs> I was gonna say or your daughter's phone number. Bye, CJ. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really funny? So I said to her, I told her that you think that she's absolutely beautiful. She's like, oh, she's like, well, what does CJ look like? So I showed you her picture. She's like, mom, it's such a shame you guys are such good friends and that he's a little bit older than I am. 
If you want me to kill you and and spend the rest of my life in an orange jumpsuit, try your best. Listen to me. Yeah, you guys are never allowed to meet in life, just so you know. I don't AJ, care. first of all, I'm coming to Canada to visit you. You're going to have to introduce It would just be rude if you didn't. Secondly, you could be getting in the way of my one true love. I would okay, be a all, great son-in-law. She has two older brothers that will kill both of you. My son is built like a linebacker. He will, this, no, it's not even her dad that you have to be worried about. And the funny thing is, okay, as weird as this conversation is, if you were 40 and she was 30, I wouldn't care. Like, she's 20 and you don't do young. Don't let me and you have no problems, please. Listen, listen, AJ. Um, I'm not, AJ. not, absolutely not. What, what, is, what is Cordero's checklist? Forehead, okay. she has. We're... Light skinned, <laughs> she has. Thick, she definitely has. And she's your oh. daughter, so know her her feet are gorgeous. I'm going to be you up. So you could bad. be getting in the way of my true love, AJ. And you know, I, you, you know what I treat her right. You know you know how I am. You you sit here and sing my praises all the time on how I am. Oh, she's too close in age to your son's age, and she's too young to be anything meaningful to you. She's 20 and she's giddy-headed. What would you be doing with that? You'd have to train her up. You passed okay. that long time. As much as you are just at the, like, just broke into your 30s, you're like an old man in your soul. You know this. You're not going to deal with no giddy-headed gal. You don't even deal with giddy-headed women your own fucking age. Hello. Hello. AJ, okay, we we have to reevaluate our, our relationship here. Like, this is... This is... Oh, no, 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 no. I've already told her she can't come to the live either, so... AJ, I expected no. better from you. Okay, what I we got do... next? <laughs> There's no bet. No, 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 no. I could find her if I really wanted to. CJ, you don't want them kind of problems, eh? Hey, I, it may be worth it. I'm just saying, you never know. Oh Can we talk about cuffing season, please? Can sure. we move on? I'm trying to cuff your daughter so we can absolutely talk about cuffing season. Okay, so, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, she's going to need to stay warm. I can keep her very well warm, and you know, I can okay. cook. Who can a sweater and the heater in her room? But it's not the red bearded assassin, though. Okay, no, she... let me stop before I get you pissed off. <laughs> All right, cuffing season. What, what, what are we discussing with cuffing season? So cuffing season? Cuffing season is back again, and people are putting out applications and all kinds of fuckery memes and all kind of bullshit about cuffing season. CJ, has anybody ever tried to cuff you? Like, like big and serious. Has any woman ever, uh, like, said, like, slid into your DM or slid into your Twitter feed or, you know what I mean, your Twitter... Um, what do you call it? Your Twitter messenger or anything like that to say that, you know, like, you know, they want they want to put you on the roster? What's good? First of all, CJ doesn't make rosters. CJ is the roster. So um, no one would ever dare come to me with such fuckery. Um, so secondly, if anyone came to me talking about some cuffing season bullshit, nah, boss, like you got to go. Like you don't like I'm, I mean, I'm going to leave you on read. I'm going to make sure you know I read it. I may even type up, I read it, and then not respond other than that. that just to be a dickhead. Feelings. Yeah, if anybody ever did that to me, that would really hurt my feelings. I, I think I might actually take a moment and shed a tear. That would hurt <laughs> my feelings. I, yeah. I don't know. Like, I know it's, it's like a joke meme, but have you ever, like, do you know anybody who actually takes it seriously where, you know, the weather's starting to get colder and they don't have a boyfriend or they don't have a girlfriend, depending on the gender that they are. And so their only concern is just hooking up with whoever so that they have somebody to lay up with through the cold months and they know that they're not going to build this really. Oh, no, I know. Yes, I know people. Yeah. And the thing is, too, is that, okay, so we may get a little too serious with this. So, you know, depression and suicides go up in the in the winter. So yes. I truly believe this cuffing season started as a coping me- mechanism for the depression that people feel during these winter months. That's that, a very good point. That that's that's my legit thought about it not being silly. I do really really think that that's where it kind of rooted in, but it's turned into so much more than that. But yes, I, I know a couple of people who specifically only date during cuffing season. That's disturbing to me. Like when I think about it from like a you know like a mental health perspective and and trying to keep yourself balanced because we all know the winter sucks when the days are shorter. Like especially if you live in a in a in a, a northern state or a northern city or even a country like ours where the winters are brutal and it's harsh and it's dark and you know the, the skies get dark at four o'clock in the afternoon and the sun doesn't come up until eight o'clock in the morning. I get all that, you know. And, and from that perspective, I can I can understand it. But for people who like that's their their sole motive, that's really disturbing to me. Because the thing is, suppose you're with somebody and they're under the belief that you guys are actually developing this relationship and then two tools spring is here and the birds are chirping and you're like okay thanks it was great can i have my sweater back and my you know what i mean my hoodies back and like peace and you're just done with them like that's just no bueno i don't like that 
I don't like that at all. Have you ever considered doing that? Hell no. <laughs> it's just you and your tequila during the winter. You're good. Exactly. Hmm. Now I have to start thinking if anybody starts approaching me like around this time, if they're trying to look somebody to cough, because you'll get cough. I'm not that person. You'll get clapping your head. Eh? Don't act crazy. Um, and jumping like from that to something else that we were, you and I were discussing um, along the lines of relationships and people's people's ideals of what a relationship is. Something that really irks me is when I see people post shit like, you know, they'll see um, Tiana Taylor and, and her husband, Iman, I think is his name. Is that his name? Yeah. Schuper? Schuper. And they'll be like, oh, relationship goals. Or they'll see um, Gucci Mane and, and Kiora. I think that's her name. And they'd be like, oh, relationship goals. Oh, I want a ring like that. Oh, I want my wedding to be like that. And I'm thinking like, okay, so if you take Gucci Mane and his his wife, you know what I mean? Them in and of itself. This man spent so much time in other women's vagina, in jail, you know, running the streets and doing all kind of fuckery. And she put up with that shit and she waited. You know what I mean? She built an empire for them and she's a hustler and she saw the vision of it or whatever the case may be. And she decided she was going to stay in and put up with it. Even when you look at um, uh, Cardi B, you know what I mean? Knowing that her man cheated on her, like, yes, they have their baby now. And yes, you know, he wifed her up and they got married in their bedroom and before the baby came and all that good stuff. But these are the people that people are looking to as relationship goals, like for their life. And I just don't understand what happened to us looking at like, you know, realistic couples who have been married for 30 and 40 years, like those couples that got married in the fifties, you know what I mean? Our grandparents, you know, that our neighbors down the street are like just real life people. What happened to that? Like, why are people looking at celebrities and saying that those are their relationship goals? I don't get it. Cause I, I think that people forget that no matter what um, people celebrities show on social media, we're only seeing a brief part of their life, just like with anyone in social on social media is just seeing a snippet. And um, I think that because you see the glamour, you see the glitch, you never really see the bad times. People really look to that and say, well, this is how I want my relationship to be. Not realizing that those people have gone through up and down, ups and downs. Those people have gone through drama. Those people have gone through all types of shit that we probably will never know about. Just like with most relationships, you won't know what most relationship people have been through with their relationship if if they're trying to keep it in house. And I think that they use that as a as a mechanism to to say, well, this is what I want my relationship to be like. Yeah, I think that we live in an age where people are really caught up with the glitz and the glamour, and you know, with social media being what it is, and everybody looking for their fifteen minutes of fame. It's like I think it's exactly like you say. Like people are not; they don't have a real. Um, I want to say a mature perspective on what a good and healthy and positive relationship is supposed to be. And when you're looking at celebrity relationships, you're right. Like sometimes you'll see the craziness and you'll see the drama, but you know, all the other stuff that happens behind closed doors, that's the shit that you never get to see. Like you don't see the arguments, you don't see the fights, you don't see the, you know, all the other stuff, the infidelities, you know, and all that kind of stuff that happens what people are looking at is that the glitz and the glamour and the matching Lamborghinis and the 15 karat diamond and all that shit. That's the stuff that they aspire to, which is a little bit crazy to me. Yeah. People are just, I don't, I don't know why people get like that. I really don't. Okay. So this is (laughs) CJ. This is a story that shocked me. And I searched all over um, the internet to try to find out whether or not this was a true story. Okay. Uh, and this is probably one that, you know, at first when I read the heading, I wondered if it was you, but, you know, it turned out that it wasn't because they showed a picture of the person. Um, so it says, man arrested for allegedly sucking out a woman's uterus. <laughs> Wait. Wait, he got he got arrested for that? So on August the 30th, a 27-year-old man residing in DeKalb, Illinois, I think it is, was arrested for supposedly sucking the uterus out of a woman. The 26-year-old woman, whose name was not mentioned, says that the 27-year-old man, Keon Boykin, made her feel pleasure she never felt before. After she went home, she noticed that something felt strange in her body, and she went to a doctor, and it was discovered that her uterus was missing, and she immediately called the police. When arresting Detective Smith of the DeKalb Police Department said... When he arrested Boykin, he said that he was wearing a white T-shirt with a tongue on it that said, I snatch souls. He is currently being held on a $100,000 bond in the DeKalb County Jail. Are you shaking your head Because <laughs> <laughs> I swear I'm, I'm I just... I swear to you, when I read the heading, I was like, oh my God, CJ's in jail? <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> 
That's not funny at all. Um, but yeah. that's the guy. That's really weird. That's like really, really strange. Okay, so I'm thinking. Okay, so again, more stories about you know horror stories. So I've had a, an experience with somebody where <laughs> I don't know if I should tell this story because it just sounds crazy. So he blew. He was blowing air into my vagina. So he was down there like licking and sucking, and then he would go like. <sighs> Like, put his mouth at the opening and blow air. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh, you know, I was just trying to stimulate you in a different kind of way because I don't like doing things in the normal type of way, like trying different things. I'm like, you're trying to, like, inflate my vagina. He's like, no, I just I just heard that if you blow air into it, it stimulates the nerves. I'm like, I don't like that. And it feels weird. Don't do it. So he continues going down on me and doing and then he did it again. I was like, I pushed his head. I was like, friend, I don't like it. Don't do it. It feels weird. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, suppose, you, you know, like Jamaicans, we have all kind of superstitions and West Indians, we have all kind of superstitious beliefs and whatever, whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, suppose this man go and blow air bubbles up into my uterus and then something, something happens and it gets into my veins and then tum, tum, drop down dead. You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> I'm serious. Like, I think about stuff like that because you know what? As Jamaicans and West Indians, anybody who's West Indian, they can attest to this. Everything that they tell you whenever there's kind of pain in your system or whatever, everything is gas or some kind of air bubbles. And we know that gas in your system is like, it's air in your system or air in your belly or whatever the case may be. And I'm thinking like, is this man intentionally trying to blow air into my system so like I can have gas pains or, you know, pain or what? And, and all I'm thinking, oh my gosh, honestly, sorry. I know I just went somewhere completely crazy with it. But yeah, there's a young man. And I, like I said, I've been trying to verify whether or not this story is true to the point where I'm thinking of actually calling the police department in DeKalb to find out whether or not this is like a true story. But they have a mugshot of this guy. Are you laughing? Say something. I, this has got to be the funniest shit I've heard all week. Like this is. So wait a second. He got arrested because yes. of. But how can you arrest? Like even even if it was an accident, like. They were mutually having. It's not like he came and like raped her. Like I, I, I just don't understand the, the base. Panic and fear made her decide to con. But okay, but this is my question, right? And this is why I'm thinking that it couldn't be a true story because if the man sucked out your uterus, where was it? Like he didn't <laughs> swallow it. He didn't yam it. He didn't spit it out. So like, hello, where'd it go? You know what I mean? Help me, please. Hello, sir. I, I, I got nothing. I got nothing. I, I really, I, I. I cannot help you with this. I don't know what to say. Have you? Okay. So I'm going to ask a question. Have you ever given, um, have you ever eaten pussy so good that she said to you, like, it feels like you sucked out her soul. You suck out the whole are inside there. Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. You pride yourself on being a soul snatcher? <laughs> Absolutely. Ooh, excuse me, sir. Like I said, when I read this article, I was wondering if it was is not you see i would have i would have got out of it because i would have finagled it to say like look i have this podcast i was doing research this was a clinical <laughs> um, <laughs> test yeah that would that would have been a good out that would have been good i i hope that this story isn't true like i know that there's all kind of bullshit that happens in the world and you know people take things and make joke out of it whatever the case may be as i said i'm gonna i'm gonna continue trying to look this up but this was an article that was circulating um through instagram which is how i first saw it and, and like i said I, i've been on the internet um trying to find it like i found it in an app like it was in an african newspaper it was in several articles that were circulating around the United States of America. So I don't know. I don't know if it's a hoax or not, but I'm going to uh, hopefully by the next time we record, I have a better answer for you. Well, there you go. AJ is going to be hitting the, the the research trail there to find us more details on an apparent uh, true soul snatcher. Um, wow. Yeah, Just... never come to if that's the case. I'm so sorry. I don't <laughs> want this kind of problem. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, knows. man. Is that it for that's this week? Good. Do we have anything else? No, we're good. We're done. All right. Well, um, that's been the show this week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, you know, any of our new listeners from Wild Dogs Radio, uh, AJ's going to tell you guys where you can find us on social media. AJ, tell them where you where they can find us. So you can hit us up on Twitter and on Instagram at lovelustmbas. You can follow. Um, Sorry, you can listen to any of our episodes on Stitcher, Spreaker, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, The Real Midwest Radio, Anchor. And um, you can also find us on Urban Mogul Life Media. And we are proudly part of the UML family. Uh, you can find me personally on Instagram at badass underscore Jones underscore. And if you want to email us any questions, concerns, scenarios, follow up feedback, you can reach us at lovelust and B-A-S, all one word, at Yahoo.com. 
Well, look at that. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. We are the best adult podcast on all of the internet and the sexiest <laughs> duo in podcasting, period. Um, anything you want to leave the listeners with before we sign off? No. Um, I just want to say that we have a special episode next week. We're not going to give you any details, but just be prepared for it. Alrighty. Well, that's it. We're going to go ahead and sign off. We love each and every one of you sexy-ass freaks. Good night. <laughs> All right. Ain't this what you came for? Don't you wish you came more? Girl, what you playing for? I, come on, come on, let me kiss that. Ooh, I know you missed that. What's wrong? Let me fix that. Twist that.